0: Welcome back, nature nerds, to "You're Gonna Die Their There" podcast.
1: Another episode.
0: It is a nature nugget. A nuggy this week, um, which will be told by Megan. Hello. And it's going to be amazing. I can't wait.
1: It's going to be so amazing. Um, I went to my favorite website for this nugget, which yes. is IFL Science. Yes. The lighter side. We have
0: science. our we have our favorites. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I feel like Science Daily sometimes pops up on mine, but definitely I'm like
0: a IFL science. Yeah, they have some interesting stuff. I'm definitely a BBC. Yeah, it's true. Or uh, what's the other one I like? Um, I kind of pull some Smithsonian here and there, some Nat Geos. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But I definitely am on the like lighter side. I'm on like science light.
0: Yeah, but I love that. Yeah, it's great.
1: (laughs) So yeah, I found this there. It's under humans.
0: Humans.
1: Humans. And I thought this was really cool. It was written by Dr. Russell M- Mule. M-O-U-L Mole. I don't know. Mole. Uh, Mole. Uh, who is apparently a science writer. I didn't even know he could be a science writer. I guess well, for uh, f- 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 this is I mean, gonna be my next cool. thing. Right? Yeah. I'm gonna do it. It is entitled, The Flannan Isle Mystery. What happened to three lighthouse keepers 123 years ago?
0: Ooh, I love a historic unsolved mystery. Yeah.
1: So the little tagline, three men went out on a dark night in 1900 and were never seen again. What happened to these three mariners? Um, Yeah. So this is obviously not written 123 years ago. This was published April 14th, 2023. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, the flannan flannan flannan. You have <laughs> to say it like
0: it's, with a Scottish accent, right,
1: flannan, I don't even, I can't do a
0: Scottish accent.
1: That would be so just think,
0: just awful. think of Shrek.
1: Nope, <laughs> donkey flannan, the <laughs> flannan, the flannan isle mystery.
0: Our <laughs> anyway, one listener in Scotland
1: is <laughs> just shutting it off. High it. <laughs> she's together. like, stop, please stop, please stop. Uh, the Flannan Isle mystery has inspired a lot of conjecture and some unusual speculation. But what really happened to the three lighthouse keepers who disappeared in 1900? Uh, um, <clears throat> so it's uh, the Flannan Isle is a remote Scottish island in the outer Hebrides. Herbrids, Herbrides. Oh, okay. God, it's all good. All right. So this is the story as we know it. On the night of December 15th, 1900, like 1900. Okay. The transatlantic steamer Archtor passed near Flannan Isle and noticed something was wrong. The lighthouse was dark. I mean, obviously, you don't want the lighthouse to be dark. Uh Uh, A few days later, the news was passed to the Northern Lighthouse Board, who quickly dispatched a crew to investigate. The relief vessel arrived at the island on Boxing Day. So this is, you know, like, it's like Christmas time. supposed to be, like, happy. Right. Just so you know, like, it's December 15th. All the way till Boxing Day. So, I mean, we're talking about 1900 here. So, take some time. Um, and the captain, Jim Harvey, signaled with the ship's horn and fired a flare into the sky, but there was no reply from the lighthouse. Joseph Moore, one of the lighthouse crew who had been on relief at the time, was sent to shore to investigate. Moore reported back that he had this immediate sense of foreboding. He was uh, not feeling very good about the situation. bad vibe. Bad vibes. The moment he set foot on the island and went up the steps to the lighthouse. When he got there, he discovered that the door was unlocked, and two of the three oilskin coats that hung in the entryway were missing. So there should have been three coats there, but only two. In the kitchen, um, I'm sorry, only one. In the kitchen area, he found half-eaten food and an overturned chair that suggested someone had left
0: in a hurry. Was it... Pete's Dragon. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, a, big, a big cartoon dragon. And then he saw a big
1: cartoon dragon and it was crazy. I don't remember the
0: song, but <laughs> was, I loved the original Pete's Dragon, by the way. Wasn't there like a redheaded kid in the... Oh, yeah. The yeah, red headed yeah. kid. And it was just <laughs> the dragon was so cute. All the things. Yeah. Uh Moore's
1: search found nothing else in the lighthouse, so he returned to inform the captain, who ordered an immediate search of the rest of the island. Uh, a search that was ultimately fruitless but they did find signs that the island had recently been hit by a massive storm so my initial question is the door was open a little bit okay there Uh was a massive storm is it possible just throwing this out there that that massive storm maybe blew the door open and also knocked over the chair absolutely i'm just throwing it out there it could just be
0: 1900
1: doors 1900 doors we don't know they it was it steel no no it was probably wooden I'm guessing. I don't know. Um, A supply box near the Western landing platform had been smashed to pieces and its contents thrown across the ground, even though it was over 100 feet above sea level. Hmm. Turf had been ripped up from the top of the cliff. Iron railings had been bent and deformed. A railway track was torn from its concrete moorings and an enormous rock weighing more than a ton was missing. Okay. This was a crazy storm.
0: That's, That's a storm right there. Yeah. That's some gale.
1: Gale force winds. That was yeah. some
0: crystal gale.
1: <laughs> Get it together.
0: Sorry, I'm just like the 70s are flooding back. <laughs> so good. Won't it make my brown eyes blue? <laughs> Sorry.
1: With no sign of the missing men, Harvey sent a telegram to the mainland, which was passed back to the Northern Lighthouse Board in Edinburgh. It read, quote, a dreadful accident has happened at Flannan's." I love that they put an S on the end of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Sorry.
1: The three keepers, Ducat, Marshall, and the occasional. Who's the other guy? They don't name him. The occasional. The occasional. Dot, that's dot. it. He's just the occasional dude. Have disappeared from the island. On our arrival there this afternoon, no sign of life was to be seen. Uh fired a rocket, but as no response was made, managed to land more, who went up to the station but found no keepers there. The clocks were stopped, and other signs indicated that the accident must have happened about a week ago. Also, it's a little bit, I mean, initially when I read that, I was mm-hmm. like, it's a little bit creepy that the clocks have stopped, right?
0: No, because back then you have to wind it, the, the clocks yeah, every I day. Just yeah, I remember Yeah, yeah. Every day. <clears throat> the power went out, Jen, so that's what <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> Harvey concluded, poor fellows, they must have been blown over the cliffs or drowned trying to secure a crane or something like that.
0: Oh, Yeah. Well, that, that makes sense. That yeah, makes sense totally. So, totally. why is this such a mystery? Like, what's going on? Are but, we getting there? We're getting there, Jen. We're getting there. What happened to
1: the lighthouse keepers, Jen? Well, <clears throat> Flannan Isle Lighthouse was built in 1899, a year before the men disappeared. So it's like brand
0: new. It's brand it's new. It's a new facility. Yeah.
1: On an island that had long been associated with strangeness. Ooh. Da-da-da. The only regular inhabitants on the island were sheep so fun uh but the but even the hardy sheep herders refused to stay on the island after dark as they feared the various ghosts phantasms and other creatures that lurked there cryptids <laughs> cryptids what this preternatural connection has added layers of misinformation and complexity to the story of the disappearing lighthouse keepers and has led people to speculate that they were devoured by some dark sea monster carried away by giant birds or even abducted by aliens
0: Oh, we're <laughs> back on aliens. Just you know I didn't what? know we were going there. It's so exciting.
1: Well, honestly, when you yeah read about them. yeah yeah for fans of the unexplained, the crucial piece of evidence for a more fantastical explanation comes from a reported logbook that supposedly contained haunting and bizarre entries made between December twelfth and fifteenth when they disappeared. Uh-huh. Um, according to these entries, one of the lighthouse crew reported a storm that was beyond anything they had witnessed before, that one of their number was unusually quiet, and that the other, a seasoned mariner, was weeping. The next entry explained that all three men had started praying to God for help, despite being in a safe and secure lighthouse. The final entry noted the storm had ended in that, quote, God is over all, a phrase that has baffled many since.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: yeah. The that's lo- super <laughs>
0: creepy. That's the Isn't most it, creepy. Like, notes? It, right? When
1: people leave notes yeah. and you can't, there's no like context. Uh-huh. There's no details. Uh-huh. They're just like writing random things, you know, that they're experiencing. It's like, yeah, it's almost like poetry. Like, how, how do we interpret this? Yes. The logbook evidence is extremely interesting and adds some juicy twists to an already strange account. The only issue is that it is a complete fabrication. A detail that was injected into the wider narrative years later. So it Boy, wasn't even my. real. I love that. Uh, we were totally into it.
0: Totally. Red
1: herring, Jen. Red herring.
0: That's, well, uh, that's just, it's that's nice. not cool. Yeah.
1: Like, let's stick to the facts, people. So they say, unfortunately, we may never know what exactly happened to the three lighthouse keepers, but there is certainly no existing evidence to suggest it was anything supernatural. The most likely explanation is that the three men were lost to the sea, just as Captain Harvey concluded. Which I also feel like, yes, Absolutely. Uh, following their disappearance, an investigation of the island was led by Robert Muirhead, a superintendent to the board. He concluded that two men had gone out, probably to secure to secure equipment stored near the Western Landing. When they did not return, the third man went to investigate. Obviously, he was also taken out to sea at that time. Yes. Um, alternately, it has been suggested that one of the men, William MacArthur, who was known to be surly, to say the least, may have killed the other two men before killing himself. Yeah. Uh, or that a fight may have broken out that caused all three to fall off the cliff. So I think uh, MacArthur is the other guy, right? Ducat, Marshall, and the occasional—he's the occasional.
0: Hi, I'm Jen, aka the occasional. <laughs> the occasional. <laughs> I'm just
1: gonna keep. I'm just gonna yeah go by that from now on. It's so amazing. Uh, but the Flanan Isle mystery is so popular that it inspired a film in 2018 called *The Vanishing*, which I have never seen. Oh. And now I want to watch. Me too. Uh, no matter how these men met their end in the distant island over 100 years ago, the story remains one of the most intriguing in Scottish history. So I did look up some stuff on the Flannan Islands, uh, and they have, like, a visit the Outer Britties. Britties? I can't. We're just we're the so airies. American. He's, he's, we just so bad. We're sorry. Brides? I don't know. <laughs> oh god. Uh so yeah, there's you can take charter boats out there. They have mm-hmm. like touring sailing companies that you can do like all sorts of fun uh what outdoor adventures. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh but they say that mystery lovers should head for the Flintan Islands. Uh, and then they they reference on the on here, they reference the, you know. This very exciting story, right? Uh, but it has been uninhabited since the automation of the lighthouse in the 1970s. So at some point, uh, a new crew showed up. I don't know if it's like the next year or whatever. And there, I don't have. I didn't see any other stories about how any following crews ended up like meeting their end.
0: Yeah, because I would think that that's a job, but especially well back then, that somebody needed to be there all the time. Yeah. Right. For sure. So other people must have gone and lived out there
1: and turned on the. You, maybe they just went out there during the day, turned on the light,
0: and, then and then they pieced the out. The but I feel yeah. like you would need to stay there. Yeah, because what if it goes out? You
1: got to be there to fix it.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Just no one ever rode their boats. It would have place. to be
0: somebody who like gave no f's.
1: This is true. They were like
0: they were in a storm and they died. Just so, an, move on.
1: An old cadre lady
0: or yeah yeah, Yeah. whoever that was just like i don't believe any of that stuff i'm gonna be fine a witch (laughs) (laughs) um anyway so the thing that piqued
1: my interest in the islands is that they are home to puffins oh scottish puffins and i was like i have to go look up puffin facts because that's so fun yeah so of course i went to Geo kid's always because who doesn't? Love? that's our go-to science light you guys yep gotta keep it light um <clears throat> it says puffin facts we're off on a sky high adventure with our feathered friends Yay. Puffins. Yay. they're so freaking cute they are so cute and i also think that they kind of look scottish you know what i mean they I... have uh, they have like a little scottish look to them don't you Do think?
0: scottish people have a look
1: i don't know they look like they could be wearing like tartans or something
0: i mean they would yeah, look cute I on them so. They're, they're unique do looking. I look sc- I mean
1: I can see it in you
0: <laughs> it's your it's your
1: red beard Jen it, that's it, <laughs> that's it. Uh, all right so number one nickname sea parrots and sometimes clowns of the sea wow that makes it sound like I am calling Scottish people clowns and I am not at all I'm so sorry I think it's because of the it's orange true. right it's just like reminds me of redheads that's why
0: I guess so moving
1: um Atlantic puffins have black and white feathers and a large parrot-like beak they are small seabirds measuring around 25 centimeters in length and no I don't have the inches do your own conversion there you go (laughs) number two puffins spend most of their lives out at sea I did not know that I didn't know that either yeah I thought that they just like hung out on these islands and maybe they went fishing you know what I mean like yeah but apparently, they hang out at sea. They rest on the waves when they're not swimming. What I know, their range spans the eastern coast of Canada and the United States to the western coast of Europe. They're just like out there. They <sighs> anyway. are out there. They're uh, they're international. They are uh, number three. A puffin's beak or bill changes color during the year, so it's not always orange. In winter, the beak has a dull gray color, but in spring, it blooms with an outrageous orange. It's thought that the bright color helps puffins assess potential mates. So, I guess if you have like a really orange nose, you're like top of the mate list, maybe?
0: Yeah. If you're just like dull and gray,
1: right? Makes me want to be a puffin for Halloween. I'm like looking at pictures of them. They are really cute. cute. Uh, number four, puffins are carnivores and live off small fish such as herring, hake, and sand eels. Mm. Fun. Number five, puffins are really good at flying. They flap their wings up to four hundred times a minute and uh, speed through the air at eighty-eight kilometers an hour. That's pretty freaking fast.
0: That is. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: they are also great swimmers. They use their web feet as rudders and they can dive 60 meters under the water in search of their favorite fish. They're basically like, if you took a seabird, I mean, okay, penguins are seabirds, but they don't fly in the air. Uh You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you just took a penguin and like a sea, like shorebird, smushed them together and gave them a parrot nose. I feel like that's a puffin. Adorable. Freaking cute. Uh, number seven, in spring and summer, thousands of puffins gather in colonies on the coasts and islands of the North Atlantic Ocean to breed. They usually pair up with the same partner as previous years. Some may have even been together for 20 years.
0: What? Mm, I love it. Love.
1: But only at certain times of the year. Love, They love. need their private time. You know what I mean? They need their alone time, and then they get together during breeding season, and I can mm-hmm. respect that. I, me too. Number eight, when starting a puffin family, our feathered friends dig out a burrow using their sharp claws and beak, usually in a grassy bank or rocky crevice. At the back of their burrow home, they build a nest lined with feathers and grass where the females lay her eggs. Both parents take turns to incubate the egg for the next 36 to 45 days before the baby puffling, that's what they're called, pufflings, hatches. So Aww. there's a little like equal opportunity parenting going on. I, again, appreciate Yes.
0: They're adorable.
1: They are. Uh, Number nine, in the wild, these winged wonders live for around 20 years. (laughs) Yeah, they can live uh, for around 20 years. Their main predators are hungry gulls, which bird on bird crime. Come on. I know. Not cool. Not cool. Which can snatch puffins mid-flight or swoop down and scoop their tasty treat from the ground. So puffins are always kind of on alert. I feel bad for them. I don't want them to be eaten by other birds. No. Or anything, really. It's rude. Uh, And number 10, although puffins are not classed as an endangered species, populations in some places are in decline. Main threats are overfishing, which can lead to a shortage of food for puffins and pollution, particularly oil spills. Uh, Not only does the oil make them sick, it destroys their waterproof feathers, which are essential for their survival. Anyway. I thought I would, yeah,
0: share a little bit about puffins. So did you look up collective nouns for puffins?
1: Uh, I did not. I there's did not. a lot. I think it's
0: there in the, this article. There are, are, tell me all the collective nouns. So there's a colony. Yeah. yeah. There's um, a circus. Oh, I love it. That's when um, a group of them in flight and when they perform their aerial acrobatics, apparently. Oh. Um. There's a burrow refers to them when they're... Nesting? Um, mm-hmm. It says a small group of puffins. Oh. Um. This is the best one—a puffinry. Mm. Yeah, that one's cute. A that's gathering, a raft when they're on water, a wheel when they're flying together, like and it. an improbability. Um, and I guess it's when you have a small group of young ones or fledglings. Improbability. Yeah. Who comes up with these collective nouns? I don't know, but why are there so many? But There's I like puffinry. I'm. I'm. I feel like that's the win. The winner. That's the winner. I agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I'll have this link to the Nat Geo little piece on puffins in mm-hmm. our notes, but there is a section underneath that shows all the places you can find puffins in Scotland, Wales, and England, uh, Channel Islands, Northern Ireland, Ireland. So you can go there, are all these like particular spots they like to hang out in. For all you bird watchers out yeah, there. Yeah, so if you want to go see some puffins. <laughs> anyway. Oh. <laughs> that's my nature nugget for today. That's uh that's all I have, Jen. I love it. So exciting. You can actually go so the Flannan Isle mystery, I will just mention that there is a link to those diary entries where you can see there's uh it's it goes to historicuk.com um and I think they have some notes in here like the actual uh written out like what was written out there. It doesn't take it was... a picture they were fake. Yeah. But I'm just saying that. You can read a little
0: bit more about oh, it there. See those fake things. I think they just probably there was a storm. They were all trying to, you know, do whatever to like something was happening. They were trying to like, you know, get some supplies. Batten or, down the hatches. <laughs> yeah. Doing whatever they were doing. And the yeah. storm hit hard and they somebody fell. The other one grabbed them and they mm-hmm. started falling and the other one grabbed them. They all fell.
1: I just love that probably the story, you know, when they got back and there's, you know, just some like, well, you know, that place has ghosts, right? Well, because small town gossip. <laughs> yeah. Small islands. Small. Pl- yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, yeah. Well, you know, my uncle went out there last year.
0: I mean, he was it just. by a ghost. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. just like. Yeah. Um telephone yeah so it's a coconut wireless but scotland
1: i mean what would be the the haggis wireless i don't know, I don't
0: know. <laughs> but yeah they just i feel like that they pro- it was probably the storm for sure occam's razor i love it jen
1: yes. well now i'm gonna have to go watch the vanishing have you ever seen the vanishing no but i want to watch it now too i'm like i'm wondering if it's going to be uh like very scary it has an 85 on uh rotten tomatoes oh and you know who's in it <laughs> Gerard Butler isn't it? I'm a big fan what of is that it dude.
0: Fair what year is it? Uh
1: 2018. Oh, it was released in
0: 2019. Okay. On yeah. like where are we gonna find this? Netflix?
1: Right? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Pram. Gerard Butler, Peter Milan and Connor Swindles. Occas-
0: he looks he looks occasional.
1: Younger. He looks shy. That might be the <laughs> I bet Gerard Butler is the occasional, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Anyway. <Just> the occasional. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: I'm going to check it out.
1: Yeah, I don't see where you can watch it. Well, we'll, we'll find out. Oh, wait, I see it now. Uh, yes, Netflix. It's on Netflix. Netflix. Or you can rent or buy it on Apple TV. Okay. Or Prime. Okay. Or Vudu. I, I've i never used what Vudu. What is Vudu?
0: I, it's Fandango's thing. I can't. <clears throat> I have a limit to how many things I can try and figure out and pay for.
1: Right. Do you remember... Um, fandango like when it first came out no and you could like buy, oh was it the theater tickets? it's a theater ticket thing yeah yeah, yeah. anyway uh, i will just mention that it has a 49 percent audience score so i don't know why so low why so Lame. low in the audience it's Gerhard butler look at him he's so adorable yeah. and he's got a beard it's and he's dangerous. wearing just like cable knit sweaters <laughs> Stop. into it into Stop. it Stop. so good i already love it <laughs> watch it be awful <laughs> like anyway i'll watch it i'll give you guys my um Give
0: us the rundown like you did with the
1: Vikings. Yeah. Just a a whole episode on just this movie.
0: You're like, here are my notes. I'm going to read them off. (laughs) Enjoy. Thanks, Megan, for that. You
1: are very welcome. It was
0: amazing. I'm
1: glad you enjoyed it. You're Gonna Die Out There is produced by us, Jen and Megan, and edited by the talented and super nice guy, Jonathan Pillsbury.
0: Thank you, Jonathan. Yay. Yay. Uh, All of this is possible because of an amazing group of Nature Nerd patrons. If you would like to be part of our super cool nerd community on Patreon, just go to our website at you're going to die out there.com or you can check our link tree on our Instagram page, which is kind of amazing. It is. I'm sorry. But it is. Uh,
1: another way you can support is by leaving us a five star review on Apple Podcast. Uh, if you do, Jen will send you a really kick ass sticker. You just have to send us your mailing address.
0: I will do it. If I forget, hey, if you left us a review and I didn't send you a sticker, send us an email. Let me know. Just let me know. Uh, also, we would love to hear from you. We get a lot of our stories from listener suggestions. A lot. We kind of steal them. All the time. Yeah, because um, they're so good. So if you would like to do that, go to our website. We have a contact page at you're going to die out or an email. You're going to die out there at gmail.com. And at the beginning of the episode, we give you a shout out. Thanks for listening. And until next time, don't die out there. Bye. Bye.